Jimbo has just left the group chat. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Welcome back to Women Can't Parlay. Yes, I'm welcome. your host, Jess. I'm Rainy. What's going on? Oh, God. Um, nothing. Too many? Yeah, I'm like too many to even name because we've been on here for over an hour. And <laughs> you have been talking Just about chit-chatting. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. I do have something to bring to the forefront, which is... God. I'm worried. Remember our conversation not that long ago about the Mandela effect? Yes. There's a new one that I discovered that beats all of them, and I just have to bring it up. Oh, my God. Okay. Publisher's Clearinghouse. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I think. I mean, yeah. Do you remember who, like, the face of Publisher's Clearinghouse is? Ed McMahon? The guy that comes to your door with the balloons and is like, you want a million dollars? Yeah. Not the case. Not a thing. Is it that younger guy? I don't know. I don't know. It's just Ed McMahon is not associated with Publishers Clearinghouse at all. Was never in the commercials, was never a thing. But he was a thing of something, right? He did announce things. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I know that he was Publishers Clearinghouse and he came to your door with balloons, with a fucking check. And like the world is trying to wipe that from our brains and I'm not letting it happen. Like yeah. now this is just a conspiracy theory. Yes, it point. is. Holy shit. Cause like, there are like many movie and TV moments yeah, like, that like reference Ed McMahon and publisher. Yeah. When he made an appearance on Sabrina, the teenage witch with an oversized check. But like, again, that was on a TV show. So yeah. He has no affiliation with Publishers Clearinghouse, though. That is weird. Yeah, that's just not. That's my brain does not accept that. Yeah. That that that's not a thing. Makes me feel a certain way. Yeah, it makes me feel like we are living in the like the whatever. Yeah. What do they call that? Like the matrix is broken or whatever. The simulation is broken. Yeah. Like which somebody fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Which by the way, speaking of the matrix, another trilogy I've never seen in my life until last night, I finished the third one. Oh, really? I think I only watched the first one. I I never honestly watched. can't believe I've never seen them. actually really. Good. Yeah. I mean, there's some fake moments, but of course, I mean, yeah. but it's the matrix, like it's all fake. So it's right. so cool. It's, yeah. Like sci-fi ish. But yeah, I remember watching the first one and thinking it was really good. I've only watched it the one time, never watched it again, never watched the others. So yeah, take that with what you will, but I did enjoy it. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. <laughs> uh, well, we do, I feel like have quite a bit on the, on the docket today. So I guess we can get started. Do you have a real town fake town? I do. Okay. Um, right. I'm, I'm, I'm ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> Okay, I always have to hide my mouth because I never know what it's going to give away. Okay. So for this week's Real Town, Fake Town, we have the Fayetteville Lions. Okay. So 
I am going to go real because I'm pretty sure there is a company that I worked for. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's my past company or my current <laughs> company that I feel like had a location in Fayetteville. Sounds very familiar, but I'm also throwing Louisiana in my mind, but I'm going to go real. So there is a Fayetteville, Arkansas. Oh, shit. And there's also a Fayetteville, Texas. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, I feel like there might be a Fayetteville, Louisiana, and that might be what I'm thinking of. But I know that there's a Fayetteville. So I was like, I'm going to go with real. So I'm pretty sure Fayetteville is where University of Arkansas is. Well, either way, there is a Fayetteville. So that is how I did that this time. I knew that there was a Fayetteville, Arkansas. So I was like, I don't know why that popped in my head, but I'm like, I wonder if there's a Fayetteville, Texas. So I just Googled it and there was. So I was like, cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, So, and I was right. University of Arkansas is in Fayetteville. Boom. Good job. Woo. Go me. I'm having a good week. I went to. You've done like two in a row. You got me last week, didn't you? And you won this week. So that was good. I guess. Um, but I also went to putt putt on Thursday for work. Well, it was like adult putt. So it's like no kids allowed and you drink while you putt putt called puttery. It's new. And I won. Like I beat everybody. I beat like like the whole group of people. I beat everyone. We had to, we had to golf in groups of four. Yeah. But the whole group, like I had the best score and I was under par. Is that, is that how you say that? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. For the whole course, I was under like five strokes under par. And I, I don't know that I'm saying that right. Well, not so a golf, I think so. Each not hole a golf has, podcast. Each, each hole has its own par. So yes. that's like, so if the hole, so yeah, so you're just, you can shoot under par. You don't have to say what par it is. So like if you shot five strokes under par and it was a par 10, which I don't think exists, then you would have shot like five under par. Yeah, right. But I'm just like for the whole course, there's like a number. Right, totally right. Yes. For the course, I was like five strokes under that. Nice. So whatever that means. And, you know, like I took my boss down. So like, uh, but it was just hilarious because like the whole time leading up, I was like, Guys, I haven't put, I haven't done putt putt since I was probably like twelve, like oh, no family shit. vacation type shit. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to be good at this. And then I got like three holes in one. Nice. <laughs> and they were like, Oh, what the fuck? Like, they were like, you totally were gaslighting us. And I was like, I really wasn't. But Jeff the is- bar we went to before we we played, they. I ordered a high noon and they accidentally brought me two. So I had to like down them really quick. So I was like, this is on y'all. I'm just relaxed is the yeah. problem. Yeah. Well, Jess is a putt putt shark. So look the fuck okay. out. I, I'm a savant. It's going on my resume. Like yeah. I was like, this is now my new that I'm going to like look into tournaments, I guess. <laughs> totally. Well, we yeah. definitely have to go next time I'm there then. It's fun. It's, I haven't it's, been so I like, you. and there's like three different courses it's indoor, but it's also like a bar. So it's really awesome. And it awesome. doesn't, it's nine holes and it doesn't take very long. So that was like, we probably did the quicker one. There's a longer one, but there's like different themes cool. too. So like we should totally go and it's not far from, from your sister's house. No ways. Yeah. yeah we're doing it. Yeah. Okay. It was awesome. And then there's also like, 
that whole area is like been on the come up for several years, but there's also another thing there. And I think it's like the only one or maybe one of two in the U S and it's a UK thing that we have signed up for like our next work event. And it's called the interactive game box. And I don't know you, if you've, I've seen them on TikTok, and it's like you and like four other people go in this like room and like you can play games on like the wall and like it's interactive so like you can play like pac-man or like other stuff but then there's also games you can play where it's like the floor will become like all red squares with like five blue squares and then it's like touch a blue square and you have to like you know i don't know it it looks really awesome i can't wait to go do that one yeah it sounds Um, but they're right next to each other okay dope so yeah i'm excited yeah um but yeah sorry to get you know off topic but uh i just had to throw out that apparently i am a golf girl i'm a i'm a putt putt girl so she's a golf gal after all i'm gonna start embracing the golf life i love it (laughs) yeah totally love it okay um well let's get into some of the headlines i got like i said i think a lot on the program today um dan schneider Oh, Did I say Lord. that word? Dan Snyder. I said Schneider. It's Snyder. Okay. They're playing like a game of fucking Survivor right now. He may be yeah. out. Well, I don't really know. I to say this is all beyond my football knowledge is like a wild understatement. But yeah. I think it's also fairly unprecedented. So I don't feel like too stupid. Yeah, but well, like yeah, when a group of <laughs> when NFL coaches start banding together to vote somebody out of the fucking league. Like that's definitely something I haven't experienced in my 30 years on this planet. So, which also tells you what the fuck is going on there. Y'all like, (laughs) I've said it once. I'll say it a million more times until we get it. Where is this 30 for 30? You don't have to wait till it's over. (laughs) Just start it now. Let us in on the shit that's happened so far. Like, Give us everything before they got the $10 million fine. Like, let's start there. Yeah, I know. I feel like I need much. I need like a whole breakdown. Like, yes. I, I I am behind on what's happening. And But I also feel like, to be fair, I feel like there's so much that we don't know, too. Yeah. That like There is. Uh, yeah, we need the investigation. Like, I don't know. There needs, like you said, we need like a phases of 30 for 30 or something. Yes. Or somebody please like at us and let us know like of a good yes. place that we can go to find out more information. I haven't listened to part of my take today, but I'm hoping PFT talks about it because he's a oh, yeah. he's a Washington fan. So maybe I'll learn something there, but yeah. I don't know what's going on. The interesting part to me about all of this is like, we know clearly there's some fishy shit going down. Yes. Yes. In Washington, specifically surrounding Dan Snyder, and there has for a while. Yes. And there was all the emails and then the investigation and like combing through those. And then somehow magically nothing came out from that, except for like the one casualty, which was John Gruden with the Raiders of all things. Yeah. But which, that but all then- seemed highly suspect at the time. Yeah. So, I mean, although I know like, for the vote to like happen they need 24 out of 32 votes and that's a lot so like there's that but if all of this goes down yeah 
I think it is very, very safe to say that we can look forward to some fireworks because I think in my personal opinion, this is just me knowing none of the facts. Yeah. I think both Roger Goodell and Dan Snyder have some type of like smoking gun on each other. Yeah. And if Dan ends up in a situation where he has nothing to lose, he's going to start firing. Yeah. And totally. I'm going to be ready with the popcorn because there's some shit that I think both of them know about each other. And there is a reason that things have not come out about Snyder. And I think that like, if shit starts turning, things totally. are going to like, Dan's going to pop off. He ain't going down without bringing people with him. Yeah. To further that thought, one of the most important things in my mind for this situation right now is the more recent like allegation, which was essentially the commanders were working under two separate like accounting yes. accounts, like entities. Yeah. So which is fucked up, right? Because which I didn't know any of this before digging into this commander situation, which I really haven't, but broad strokes here, the profit sharing, like around yeah. the NFL, like I honestly did not know that was a thing, but it's a fucking thing. And it makes sense, which is how you can survive for this long right. when you have a shitty fucking franchise or whatever. Right. Right. So I, I get it. And I actually, whatever, I want to learn more about it, but in those, and this is all coming from like the whistleblower, right? Like the guy that worked yeah. there for like 25 fucking years. But in those, in that finding, like Goodell's name was in there. And I don't know what it means yet, because again, I'd have to go back and read that specific article, but his name was in there as like a, like an owner of some seats there or something like that. But it was like, it was very strange. And like, why would his name be attached to that? Cause like he never paid for it or maybe interesting. He, yeah. It was like for free stuff and it was before yeah. he was commissioner. So it was kind of like bribey. I don't know, but it's, it's something I put a pin in and was like, when more shit comes out about yeah. this, you need to read about it. And I just need I, to tackle more. Yeah. I've got Google. to start digging into this way further than I ever have, especially cause I'm like, listen, if we take down Dan Snyder and Roger Goodell in one oh full God. swoop, like, I don't know what we're, this doing. podcast will become just about that. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. That and that only. Yeah. One million percent. I'll learn everything about it. And you will only come here for the facts. Yes. We will be like true crime podcast, Goodell, <laughs> Snyder, Dateline. Yeah. I don't Goodell, know. Yeah. Goodell versus Snyder. Oh my God. So in. it'll be like Goodell Snyder versus women can't parlay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Can't well, wait. Maybe <laughs> Look we forward can add, to that in 2023. Yeah. Maybe we can add them as our uh, WCP top bottom three for this week. I think they already are that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Roger Goodell's on the bottom of all of my lists. So yeah. No shit. Whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't really have any other info other than that, but like y'all Google it stuff's going on in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. I think it's an awareness thing right now. Things are yes. happening. People things are, are being said there's potentially things happening that could be wildly. Yeah. That could kick off a series of events of domino yep. effects of just, I don't know. I don't know how that will go. So we'll see. I know. I'm also curious if like Gruden behind the scenes, just like 
straight to them. Well, he already, like, I feel well, like, look at is... these texts I have. Look at this that I saved. Exactly. He's already like a landmine ready to be stepped on. Like oh, he's just yeah. ready to like oh for sure me, explode and like throw darts like or whatever. I'm I don't know. Oh, you know maybe I mean. maybe 2022 season is gonna be epic with that type of drama since like well, obviously this off season was wild like it can only pointing. go up from here yeah okay. the signs are pointing in that direction so yeah very exciting we'll see more to come on that i think uh in lighter news tom brady does not rest i guess um announcement came out that he is now going to executive produce a series on netflix that will involve uh, or I guess what will start with a Tom Brady roast awesome. and it will be f- the title of this is the greatest <laughs> roast of all time or the groat, which is so awesome. Um, but he's the executive producer will also be the first runner up to be roasted. And then it sounds like it's going to be a series. So my assumption is it'll just be a Netflix series of roasting athletes. Yeah. Awesome. I could be wrong there. That's like, again, my assumption. All very new deal was just recently inked. It sounds like they were going to move forward with it sooner when he was retired. And uh, this is just another thing that's like, I guess, going on the back burner <laughs> now until he's not retired or until he does okay. retire for sure. Yeah. So I don't know that this will happen anytime soon. Certainly probably not before football season is yeah. over my guess. So I wouldn't hold your breath on this. It sounds like this will also be a 2023 situation, but I just think it'll be interesting and very could be very funny to, yeah. to see. I think it him. will be. I think it will be. Yeah. But I don't want to be disappointed. So yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm concerned about like, how they'll mix that in or if they'll mix it in at all, if they'll be, I guess how I want to word that is, will they integrate with comedy central or will they compete with comedy central? Like, because yeah. there's people like Jeff Ross specifically who are like so good at these things that okay. I just, am like, I don't know that it'll be good without him or like people like him. Yeah. But we'll see. Yes, we will. So just wanted to throw that in there. Um, but I think some of the biggest news out of the football world this weekend is this God. Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher, NIL drama, drama, drama. So um, much drama. Oh my God. I don't even know where to start. College football, which we are a hundred days out from college, the first games Perfect. I think now. Oh, it's um, wild. I was gonna look that up, which Every time we talk about that, it <laughs> it blows my mind because especially right now I'm doing like a hundred days till summer challenge, which I'm right. over halfway through, which is to June. So it's to crazy. say that like in a hundred days is August. is just like, wow. No, that makes me really want to bomb. Yeah. It's nuts how time flies, but obviously yeah. that's neither here nor there. So yeah. Um, Nick Saban was on, I guess, just like some panel over the weekend or last week, maybe like Thursday. And I think it was specifically to talk about like the current state and like surroundings of the NIL changes and how that's going and just like asking for his comments and thoughts regarding that. 
Um, and he just shots fired all of a sudden. Like he was quoted saying that Alabama was the second in recruiting last year, mm-hmm. second to AM, who was first. And then he verbatim said they bought every player on their team, and Alabama bought didn't buy any. And um, so throwing his, you know, old yeah. colleague, ride or die, Jimbo Fisher, under the bus, just not only oh. under the bus, like back to the bus up, then then yeah. you know, like whoa, dead on arrival. And then also took a few shots of Deion Sanders while he was at it because he said of Dion also paying a million dollars for somebody to come to Jackson State. So this is all very interesting. And it also led to Jimbo Fisher calling a press conference to respond to these allegations mm-hmm. where Jimbo basically said, fuck that guy, we're done. Then also <laughs> in the same breath insinuated that he got to his success through what were very despicable acts. And if you go digging, you are your hands are going to get dirty. He didn't say anything of like, real substance substance yeah but i think what we what everybody knows is i think it was almost a little disappointing because it was like if anybody knows where the bodies are buried it's jimbo goddamn fisher no shit like spill the tea jim like yeah give it to us yeah and to be honest the one person in the scenario that has a lot to gain from the demise of alabama or like a punishment to alabama Mm -hmm. is Jimbo Fisher and and yeah. AM. So it's like there is leverage to, to be gained if he starts just like leaking some shit. So yeah. I am just like this whole thing kind of just blew up over the weekend. And I I I doubt it's over, but yeah. it's it's very funny and hypocritical though of Nick's Nick Saban. Like well, and it's weird sure. too that like because he typically is, I feel like more calculated than that. And less like cat fighty and even like, cause shit like this gets said all the time, right? Like coaches, whatever, like shades thrown, it's just typically less specific. So the fact that like he did that in general was like a shock factor one. And then his accusations were shock factor two. And it's like, uh, what do we do? And then Jimbo's like, well, fuck you then. Like, yeah. Let's talk about you off. Gloves yeah. are off over here. So, but now I'm like, okay, continue though, right? Like, exactly. Well, and the funny thing is, is now it's legal. Like yeah. we're talking yeah. about the last year or so now that it's become legal. Where yeah. it's like, I don't, I'm not an, you know, I'm not an investigator. I don't have any hold card, like cold, hard facts of proof. <laughs> but my understanding is they're all doing it right. Like they're yeah. all doing the illegal NIL stuff or they were before it became legal. Yeah. Now I think where Nick Saban is trying to argue is that there are certain clauses or policies in the deal that state mm-hmm. that like colleges aren't supposed to be able to use money as a recruiting tool right. and like things like that. But it's so new and it's so early that yeah. there's no like, legality or legislation that they can really use right now to yeah, like there's more loopholes than there aren't right because they're still just in a in a in a limbo place of like figuring it out and like what you can yeah. and can't do and there's loopholes like you said that it's like well they're doing this but they're not doing this 
but it's just also funny because it's like I think my assumption is that Nick Saban is now in a place where his program is so successful and so big. Yeah. Okay, maybe he doesn't have to use money to recruit. I don't know. Yeah. But my guess is that at some point in his life, he or people underneath him at the direction of him have used illegal tactics to recruit players. Yeah, like boosters so, for an example. And now he's pissed because he worked so hard to get Alabama to the place that it is to mm-hmm. where he doesn't have to do that anymore. At least he's really good at hiding it. Yeah. He is mad that other schools can just throw money at the problem and now do it legally. Yes. Which is like all of his, I was literally about to say, I'm like conspiracy. Um, exactly what you said. In addition to um, that exact thing, like their right. boosters or whoever typically shells out the cash are like, we're not shelling out millions of dollars for these kids. Like figure something else out. We've been doing this for years for you. Like we're not going right. to keep doing it. The stakes are higher. Yeah. Just well, you know, I think they will, but yeah, it's just like, it's just so interesting for Nick or it's so weird to call him Nick for Saban really to is. be like <laughs> throwing this out like that and just casually starting what might be a very, very large fire and to pretend that he is not guilty of these same things, but guilty of them when they were illegal. Yeah. So it's just wow, like, that's... and I mean, and also like shots fired at A&M, basically like, you know, Saban's, you know, basically saying like Jimbo can't recruit without money and like nobody's going to go to A&M without money and that kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, this is huge. And this again, similar to the Dan Snyder thing. This is not over from any stretch of the imagination that I can tell. Barely the beginning. Yeah. I mean, and again, I'm, I don't know. It's funny. Like I said, the Jimbo reaction, he's pissed. He's mad. That friend group is shattered to pieces, (laughs) but I'm just like Jim. Yeah. Give us the dirt. And Jimbo has just left the group chat. Yes. And yes, shit's about to get real. Or so we hope, but yeah. maybe this is something like, maybe this is the revamp that like college football fucking needs right now. Like, I feel like it's in shambles, just like, well, you know what I mean? Like we need yeah, to I, shambles might not be the right word. It's, it's certainly been, it's, it's bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's, it's, this only helps that though. Right. Like yeah. the drama. And now with, and I think that's where everyone thought was going to happen. Right. You open up this floodgate of these NIL capabilities. And now mm. it's just the NFL, the second, you know, yeah. it's like, <laughs> so here we go. And like, these are the things that are going to happen. It's just hilarious that it's Saban sitting on his like high horse, throwing stones in a glass house yeah, at his like protege or whatever you call yeah. him, Jimbo Fisher once friend now foe I guess like yeah and then like Jimbo basically said like Saban thinks he's God the way that he worded it was just well, the way that Saban yep. got to where he is was by doing really really bad things which and also if you dig a little deep if you dig just yeah. above, just under the surface you'll find where the bodies are buried and I'm like give us a fucking treasure Trouble. Jimbo yeah, yeah like help yeah. us out 
my mind is reeling of just like wanting to know shit. Cause I'm like, man, so talk about like an Instagram friendship. You know what I mean? Like right. you know, the fake, fake couple alert. Cause it's like, what the fuck happened for like, he Nick Saban threw words first for sure. It took Jimbo fucking less than 12 hours yeah. to book a fucking re- rebuttal tour. I'm like, well, oh shit, man. Like what trouble in paradise? Absolutely. But like, ha- has it always just been teetering? Like, I don't are- know. I think it's an interesting thing to, to think about how Jimbo got the win this past year too. Mm-hmm. You know, like is saving oh, sure. that feels so petty. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, but this is like housewife shit and I'm here, no, I'm for, here it. for it. Jeez. And I'm just like, where do we go from here? I don't know. I cannot wait, Me neither. but I feel like this is again, just the beginning. And I think this could lead to maybe a lot of like more drama and more tea coming out about old Nick Saban and the days oh, of yeah. Alabama and their come up and what yeah. that entailed yeah in terms like, of recruiting and and oh everything for player sure treatment and yeah a lot no. of open open areas to go football football is football is serving us the drums this off season and Period. i am applauding from afar yeah. oh yeah so yeah that will be cool to watch that unfold i agree i agree i am i am who's picking inside Whoa. Um, which in other NFL news really quick, did you see that Michael Vick's coming out of retirement to go to that league that uh TO plays in? No, I still need to figure out what that is. It's so it's like a fan-driven league or what does that fan mean? choice league or something. So I think that the the people, the fans that are in the stands, yeah, like get to call plays and shit. So like I picture it, I haven't looked this up yet but I picture it being like they're on the field playing a game and it's like, okay, T.O.'s team has the ball. Then they put up like four plays, A, B, C, and D. And then the crowd votes on what play they have to run. Okay. And then they have to run whichever one wins. Okay. I know it's a, I know it's a fan controlled league. Yes. Yeah. But no, I don't know what that means. So like, yeah, we need to look into that. We might need to go to one game. Oh, fucking hundred percent. Let's do yeah. it. Like yeah. I'm in. I'm Me so too. in. We also, you know, have, well, we have a derby club down here or a polo club. I'm sorry. So we definitely need to get all kinds of themed out and do that when in. they start that. Okay. And on that. Okay. Okay. Um, I was also going to randomly mention, uh, I would like to send a big fuck you to Peter King. He put out his NFL power rankings and the Cowboys were like 15th mm-hmm. behind the Eagles and the saints. Okay. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Which I mean, everyone else above us was maybe what I would call like fair. Like at least they have reason to maybe be up there with the exception of like the Ravens who are eighth. But still very questionable. But I was like, okay, Lamar Jackson, like, I get it. But like the Eagles and the Saints, like, I get it. Maybe the Eagles had a good offseason. The Saints, I don't really have much to say about. But I'm like, let's maybe call it cool. Like, I get that, like, I'm a little like, I think that the Eagles have had a great offseason and they're making great moves. But 
Let's let's let's, let's cool our jets yeah. before we start saying that they're like good. <laughs> yeah, let's let them fucking prove something first. Let's let okay? them play a game first. Yeah, let's, let's let, let them win a game first. God. Fine. So anyway, I'm just had to send a, send a quick uh, middle finger to that guy. <laughs> um, but other than that, I don't have anything else on football. Do you? Mm-mm. Okay. I think this will be a good place to do WCP top three. Okay. Um, but WCP top three for this week, top sports duos. Are you ready for this? I am. I have a lot. <laughs> you do? Okay. I actually don't. Well, I have I three and I'm hoping that they don't overlap, but I'm certain they will. They and will. then I have like a couple funnies, but that's it. Um, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go? And these aren't in any order, like of my favorite or not. Yeah, mine aren't either. I'll go first. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Venus and Serena. They were second on my list. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here, we go. Um, Here we go. Yeah. I just think that that is like an unmatched duo. That's like probably yeah. overlooked when you first think about it, but like they should be the top, if not like, yeah, like the very top if not hovering near it. Yeah. No, I mean, totally with you. just the success and their, you know, I don't know if you've watched that new movie. It's good, but yeah, Venus and Serena it goes without saying top duo. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Totes agree. Okay. Kobe and Shaq. Yep. They're on my list. Yeah. They have to be like, it's, yeah, just, you it's can't not put Kobe and Shaq. I don't even like, like the Lakers, but it's like, I can't No, you can't, write that story of like Mm-mm. duos and not have Kobe and Shaq in there. No, totally. It's absolutely absurd. Yeah. A big one that also like a, these, like there's no need to explain any of these. No, uh, but to say the third one together, is it going to be the same? Well, maybe probably I thought this one would have like, to me, if we were putting these in order, this one would have been above Kobe and Shaq. Okay. Go for it. Are we doing like one, two, you three? You go. Scotty Jordan? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I we have the exact same list. Scotty. Yep. How the fuck? <laughs> That's I hilarious. Classic, like, I this was like looking... the one time where I was like, I think we'll have some overlapping, but I didn't think we'd be the exact same. Yeah. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. They're like. Really New age, because they're like, so I'll read you the last three I had that I was like, I just really like these, but I tried to stick with a theme of like, I just went classic duos of like, that I actually remember watching. That's that's what I I was like, I'm going to go with the ones that I remember. And I didn't do a lot of research on this one either. I didn't either. I tried to just go straight from my brain. And I think so. Yeah, these were like, in my lifetime. Yeah. So well, I just had these two because they're like current NFL ones, mm-hmm. but like Tom Brady and Bronk, like yeah, how do you fucking was, not? They're going to yeah. go, they're definitely in history and it's like partially it's 50% their game and 50% their humor and friendship. I agree. And they, they, they exactly, they are the rounded out duo. Yeah. Cause I was like, you could argue a Julian Edelman. You could argue like a Mike totally. Evans even right now, like yeah. in a weird way. But like the Gronk thing is just both teams. Just this the both teams, the friendship, the yeah. the, the camaraderie, the like outside yeah. of football stuff. Because like even with Scotty Jordan, like 
that was a thing then, but now their shit is like blowing up because Scotty is trying to, you know, throw a whole bunch of stuff out there now, current day, about how shit went down. And it's becoming a lot of drama too. Yeah. Which is sad. Sad Yeah, it is sad. Like, I don't like it. And I put them in there. Like, I honestly went first to the Dallas Cowboys and I was like, okay, who are we thinking about here? I know. But then I was like, if we say Romo and Witten, it's half of their friendship too and half of their game. But everybody would be like, they didn't do great things. So it doesn't matter. Well, and that's what I mean. Like, were they a great duo? Yes. Yeah. But it wasn't a top sports duo. No, no. And then it's like, you also have to think about all the other weapons that he had at the time. Like, Witten was always that automatic. But then you had Dez and like, all you know there's just i don't know it was just yeah it wasn't just like gronk i think is the only tight end <laughs> ever <laughs> right i'm just kidding but yeah so things like that and then i really just was going down a tangent and i was like i if we were just picking friendships i would pick um dak and zeke because their friendship is adorable oh that's cute yeah um, but again uh, that's so regional to us that i'm like for sure that's why i'm so saying many that. people would like disagree with that and be like yep y'all are just- stupid which is why I did not put it. But my last and favorite is happy Gilmore and Chubbs. Nice. My funny was was Jerry Jones and his salt. (laughs) Salt. That's dynamic. Dynamic. Yes. Dynamic. And it will be like uh, the epitome of his death. Yes. So (laughs) how it hasn't already, I won't know, but um, another big one that I really wanted to put on there, but couldn't above what was already there is uh carrie walsh jennings and misty trainer totally fucking yeah like that like i'm almost mad at myself now for not putting them on there because it's just like their whole success is because of their duo yeah so and their success is like un entirely unmatched and like will forever be yeah, which it's our podcast and our list, so we can add it if we yeah, want. Yeah, no, it's technically just, we only had three out of six. So yeah, that's true. That. We both had the same three, so we're adding. We're yeah. adding. Um, seems like there was another one that I. I mean, there are so many. There's so many. But... Yeah, it's hard. Um. Anyway, I don't know. I think that's. Yeah, maybe uh, top bottom duos is like now going to be Jimbo Fisher and Nick and Saban <laughs> and then and Goodell and Snyder. Oh, God. Goodell in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Like let's end that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, um, so yeah, WCP top three, top sports duos, hit us up at women camp parlay. Let us know how you think we fucked this one up. <laughs> Give us your thoughts. Um, PGA championship. Do you want to talk about this? Do you have uh, stuff on this? Well, my, I mean, I got a live picture of tiger. I saw um, that. Yeah. Teeing off. So the old sister and brother-in-law and some friends got to go. So that was fun for them. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I, there, there were several people there that I yeah, knew Everybody uh, that I didn't know were going to this. Cause it was in Tulsa, right? Yeah. Thanks for the bid guys. Yeah, God, I love Tulsa. I mean, everybody. I've never already. been. I can't believe that. We've got to change that. We got to go watch the Golden Hurricanes. Yeah, we got to go watch our our Tulsa Golden Hurricanes. <laughs> we really should do that this year. We have shirts. <laughs> we do have shirts, so let's make it in the fall. There's also the only thing I know about Tulsa is there's like a '90s 
retro like gaming place that you can go. It's like a barcade and it's like it's like 90s themed. So it's got like Save by the Bell drinks and stuff. How have I never fucking been there? Well, I, I don't know, but um all right. Well, let's make a plan. People that we know have been there. So, well, and let's do it. That's all I know about Tulsa, which is probably like the lamest place ever but i'm like i want to go to that place <laughs> no i bet it's fun are you kidding we would love it <laughs> uh yeah hello anything 90s i'm in on that no fucking shit trying to hang on to a, the 90s for my dear life and they just keep getting farther and farther away yeah it's it's really terrifying yep um yeah pga championship i don't really have a lot about it but i mean I am a golf girl now, so I feel obligated to talk about it. Justin yeah. Thomas with a comeback win, comeback. Um, seven strokes down. It was, you know, good, tight tournament. Um, Meadow Pereira, wait, Meadow Pereira? I'm saying that wrong. I'm sorry. Choked on the 18th hole, and um, everyone's talking about that. Um, another big thing, uh, John Daly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> coming uh always bring in the content though like he's a hilarious figure and um totally and i don't know like i feel like he always makes certain headlines but something there was just a bigger like awareness of him this last tournament like yeah. people that i know that have no affiliation or care in the world about sports were like texting about him and there was like some hilarious tweets where they're like there was one in particular and I still am not sure if this was like sarcastic or serious, but it was like all the things John Daly ate or finished today on the course. And it was like 21 oh, cigarettes, six bags of <laughs> peanut M&Ms, like 14 Twizzlers, three cans of dip. Like it, it was this list and it was hilarious. Oh, my God. And I'm like, Honest to God, that could be real or fake. I don't know. It's like real town, fake town. Yeah. And it's a toss up. I think that's awesome and hilarious. And I'm sorry I, I missed it. I probably screenshot it, but I'm never going to be able to find it now. Well, let me, sure. let me see if I can find it just on Twitter because it was it went viral. Okay. But yeah, he seems like a good time. Yeah, they're calling him golf's patron saint. <laughs> that's fucking perfect. Yeah. So Will Brinson tweeted the final tally of literally everything he put into his body over a full 18 holes, 21, six, 12 diet Cokes, six packs of peanut M&Ms, 0.0 ounces of water. <laughs> and like, again, so much of me is like, I don't doubt that. <laughs> oh my God. It's so funny. I love that guy. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was funny that people were like, he just, Again, he was all over my fucking timeline this week. Yeah. All so, of them. So anyway, that's all I have on the PGA championship. I don't, I don't know what else to say about that. Big news out of the world of soccer. Equal yeah. pay for the women's U.S. women's national team. Dude, they wild. Finally won their lawsuit against U.S. soccer officials and will now be receiving Equal pay to the men's team in both regular season and cup prize money. Um, this comes after a long, hard-fought battle 
including decades and decades of outperforming the men's team by a very, very wide margin, but still receiving less money. Yeah. Which just to give people an idea, I don't know if we talked about it before, but I just, as I was reading this today, like, what the fuck? Like, this is insanity. So for the 2018 Men's World Cup, FIFA set aside $400 million in total prize money, including a $38 million payout to the champion side, which was France. For the 2019 Women's Tournament, only $30 million was set aside. So less than what the winner of the males Mm -hmm. like World Cup got was their total pot and only set aside 4 million that went to the winning team, which is obviously the U S women's team. So they got $4 million to split amongst themselves. Yes. And that particularly is then a large issue with this whole lawsuit, because just to give some clarification, cause I've done a lot of yeah. research on this. Yes. Um, they have no control over the FIFA prize right. because right. that is the international delegation of fifa and we have no say so in how they delegate the prize money in terms of women versus men but my understanding in this new contract is that they are now setting an unprecedented policy in the u.s where all the prize money won from any world cup will go and be split evenly between the men and the the women which if you think about is almost still bullshit because the women outperformed the men by crazy, crazy margins, both on the field and off the field. I will go to my grave with this because everyone just assumes that even though the women are winning more, that the men get more coverage, more viewers, more everything Mm -hmm. false. Like it is so fucking false. Do your research. They do not, but whatever the women have agreed to split it equally, equal share, equal pay, but we just don't have control over how yeah, the okay. FIFA delegation or organization right. decides to do the money. Yeah, this so, is specific okay. to the U.S. and how they pay their players. So FIFA increased the total for the 2022 Men's World Cup to $440 million. And then its president, that Gianni Infantino or whatever, proposed that FIFA double the women's prize to 60 whole million dollars for the 2023 World Cup. So the United States decided what you just said to pull the money together, won by both the teams in both the year World Cups and pass 90 percent of those funds onto the players to be split evenly amongst the men and women. Yeah. Then there were some other things, obviously. And like, I'll be clear too. Like, I don't want to get misunderstood. Like, I understand that as a whole, men's soccer internationally brings in more money, brings in more viewership. Like, I'm not denying that. And I understand that, like, there should be some percentages based on that data. But I also, want to make sure that that is what doesn't get misunderstood is that's the common misconception when people say equal pay when people say equal pay or there's like this misconception that candace parker wants to earn this exact same amount of money as lebron james yeah that's not what they're fighting for 
No. What they're fighting for is the percentage. Equity. The equity. Yes. Like the equal pay. So LeBron James gets paid. Let's say, I don't know what the percentage is off the top of my head, but like his, his pay is based on profitability of the NBA of a percentage of that. So Candace Parker deserves the same thing in the women's. So whether they, so, you know, if the WNBA brings in a million dollars and LeBron and the men's NBA brings in $25 billion, their pay is based on a percentage of that, not a flat rate. And that is just like the common misconception of this conversation always. But not to get into like a whole debate on equal pay. That's not what I'm trying to do here. Um, But I do want to throw out like one of the craziest stats that I ever heard that just like always then made me like do my like research and understand like the hardships and everything that these women have gone through when they won their first World Cup in 1991, their pay was $15 a day. That's it per diem. That's it. They never earned a dollar more than that. So the day that they won their first world cup, the workers in the concession stands took more, took home more money than they did. Wow. Yeah. That's fucking. um... Yes. Crazy shit. And obviously they've come a long way. This was a huge, huge win. And hopefully we'll set standards for, you know, international organizations like FIFA or even domestic organizations that maybe need to like take a look. They ended up winning a $24 million settlement due to their equal pay um, gender discrimination lawsuit. Awesome. On top. Well that, but that was settled actually a few months ago today or sorry, I think over the weekend or late last week is when news came out that they are inking new contracts that are going to equalize the pay between the men and the women. So just wanted to report that here. (laughs) Noise. Yeah. So yay. Um, Yay. (laughs) I'm glad that they're finally getting pay after four uh, world cups to the men's zero and not even close to world cups, like them barely even making the world cup any of those years. Anyway, moving on the last thing will be in a NBA NHL playoffs. Um, hit me. I'm not gonna, I'm going to try to not go on too long. Sometimes I feel like I'm just like rambling about facts that everybody knows or can look up, but, (laughs) um, NBA, we've, you know, we're down to the Western Conference, Eastern Conference finals. Eastern Conference is Miami Heat versus Boston. That's been a pretty good series. Um, Miami leads two to one. Um, They're probably playing game four right now, so I'm not really sure. Um, But that's obviously been a pretty good matchup so far. So I'm anxious to see what happens there. Can't say the same thing for the Western Conference Finals, including our very own Dallas Mavericks, Golden yeah. State Warriors. Um, they played last night, and unfortunately, Dallas lost yet again, putting the Warriors up 3 nothing in the series. So Dallas hopefully can get some shit together because otherwise this is going to be a sad sweep for them tomorrow yeah. if they don't. Yeah. Um, I'm very surprised by it. I, I really thought that 
after putting the Phoenix Suns away that they would hold up a lot better against the Warriors. Like I really thought the Suns would have been their bigger issue. I don't know if they just don't have enough gas left in the tank or something. I'm not really sure. It's just been, I really thought they were going to win last night. And, you know, even in the sun series that the Mavs were down 2-0 at the beginning. Yeah. So I was really hopeful. Maybe it would be a similar story where yeah. um, they finally get their shit together, come back, get things figured out. Cause I was very impressed by the Mavs in the fur in the series versus the Suns in that they really started out on a bad foot, but they adjusted and like figured out what it was that they needed to do to win. Yeah. Not seeing that at least not yet against the Warriors. Like they played better last night, but not good enough. Um, So we'll see what happens there, but uh, not looking good for, for our Dallas Mavericks. So we'll see. And then uh, to swing it on over to NHL playoffs, still some really good stuff going on there. The Panthers Tampa Bay series has been a bit disappointing, Um, The Panthers were a great team all regular season and um, you know, they barely made it out of the Capitals series, which I really thought the Capitals were going to win. Mm -hmm. And I was hopeful they'd be better in this Tampa Bay series, kind of like a battle of Florida situation. Uh, But Tampa leads three games to none. Um, So I don't really know, um, you know, that the Panthers are going to make it out alive. And I was really hoping they would because I really am tired of Tampa being so good. I'm ready to see another team prevail there. Avalanche and St. Louis has been a surprising series. I really thought not that the not that the Avalanche would sweep the series, but I definitely thought that they would have the St. Louis Blues pretty handedly. But it's been a lot closer than I expected. Um, but the Avalanche lead the series two to one and they play tonight. I don't think that I think they play at like eight 30 or something. So we'll see what happens there. Um, and then to swing it on over two very good series Ranger or hurricanes Rangers to start off with. Um, that's been good. Hurricanes came out to a two game lead and Rangers finally got a win last night. And so they made it two one and they play again tomorrow. So we'll see how things go there, but the flames and the Oilers series battle of Alberta, not disappointing at all. The shocking thing is that these games have had so many goals. I thought these games would be so tight hitting the under like one, two goal, three goal games and the first game was like 15 goals, like nine to six. It was crazy. Yeah. And a lot of those in the first period. So, um, but that series is two one. Um, Edmonton is up to, to the flames. That's been a really good series. Just very crazy. How many goals are being scored in all of those games that shocked the hell out of me, but I'm rooting for Edmonton there. Um, just because I had the, I have a future on them, like, just because I thought that they were kind of like my dark horse to win, which I've talked about. So they're who I'm going for right now, just because of that. But other than that, I'm just excited to watch really good hockey without having to have like a medic look at me afterwards. (laughs) So, but yeah, that's all I really have on that. Anything else? Nope. (laughs) <laughs> oh, um, 
binged candy this weekend. Binged what? Candy. What's that? Girl. Um, it's the new Jessica Bill Jessica Beal show. And it's on Hulu. Okay. I think I saw a preview for this, maybe. Probably. It's a five-episode series, but it is about, spoiler alert, um, a murder in Wiley, Texas. So I'll leave it at that. So don't okay. do research. Okay. I do remember seeing a preview for that. Okay. Um also don't do research, but watch it. Also in that same vein, um the the like famous drug lord Rex Cobble. Mm-hmm. Um, um that was like in the Denton area. So like I think if you if you if you'll follow me when you drive like from Denton home mm-hmm. to our mm-hmm. hometown in the Sanger area, there's like the haunted like mansion and then like across the street is like this huge what used to be like horse arena it's been abandoned since i can remember that is all his like that was all his at one point in time and like he was this like mega billionaire from like western wear stores and was like also smuggling drugs in through like horses oh, shit. and got caught and they're going to do an HBO series on him. And I'm really, really excited for that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, but shit. again, just announced, I don't think they've even like begun filming. So it's going to be a while, but What's it's it called, it's going to be called like cowboy mafia. I think maybe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, random, uh, I was, I actually didn't do anything this weekend. So I feel like I would have watched like a ton of documentaries to, you know, throw recommendations out there, but I really didn't. I like actually got, I was trying to be, I tried to be like productive. Like you see the table finally, I I was going to tell you the table is finally cleared. It looks amazing. Yeah. Um, So I was kind of pretty lazy this weekend, which I should be doing the opposite of that. Um, (laughs) But uh, I also watched or started watching um, the staircase, which not the documentary. Yeah, but the there's a show because you know I'm like oh, yeah, that's- I know a lot about that one. Yeah. So the show better be fucking good, and I think so far it's really good. Like I think the actors have done a good job. I I saw that it was a show, and I figured you were probably probably watching that. Yeah, but I have not. I just haven't really been kept keeping up with a whole lot of TV. Yeah. To be honest, but life. Yeah. Life. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you once again for joining us. Please, please, please subscribe to our, I almost said subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we don't have one of those, so don't do that. <laughs> subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or whatever your listening apparatus of choice is. Leave us a kind review and um, rate us five stars. Hit us up on Twitter. Interact with us. Talk with us. We love to, uh, you know, hear from you guys and figure out who's listening and why and what you like and what you don't like and all that good fun stuff. So we've been, I feel like we've had a lot of like, you know, cause I'll kind of watch our, like, I don't like religiously look at our downloads. Cause I just uh-huh. am like, it is what it is, but 
I will look from time to time. And I noticed over the past like few weeks, we must have new subscribers because you can always tell when there's a new mm. subscriber because it will be like at a certain time of day, it'll do jump to like, you know, 75 listens. And I'm like, nobody, not 75 people did not simultaneously listen to our podcast at like 6 (laughs) a.m., you know? So it's like, you know, that somebody hit subscribe because it downloads all of our episodes at one time. And we've seen a lot of that activity recently. So I'm like, not really sure what's going on, but welcome to our welcome to our show if you're new and you know like i said please reach out and let us know we would love to hear from you and um you know interact so thank you thanks guys yeah thank you and good night yeah no i'm fucking starving yes okay goodbye bye women can't women can't Women can't parlay.